All right, well, greetings, uh, loyal listener. This is a very special episode of the Ringo Zone. My name is Carrie, and who's joining me today? My name is Kayla, and uh, this feels honestly really disingenuous because this is... <laughs> It's been a shit post for an opener every single time up until now. I know. You know what? I'll be, I'll be real, real quickly. I've been working on my voice, whole big thing, right? And uh, the opener, I figured out eventually, kills me because I said it the same fucking way for like 150 episodes. So if I use the same, like, hello and welcome to the, you know, the next words, I fuck myself over like instantly. So I like, I, I, I was like, what do I do here? It got a little too serious. Agreed. We have Kayla. Well, Scott. It's just out of character. It's Evan here. I know, I'm sorry. And it's an important episode too. But you know what? There's still time to fuck it up. At this point, at this point, how about all of you critique the fucking intro when you fucking say your names? Okay, Mac. Yeah. What do you have for me? Okay, (laughs) motherfucker. Bear it down. Just my goddamn show. But Max, go ahead. Go ahead and do what exactly? We're all going through and ripping apart Carrie's intro for fun. I didn't have a problem with it. All right, who we have? We got one more. Believe it or not, everybody. It's me. It's A.V. And I'm Max. I didn't actually introduce myself because I always do it last. And Carrie thought she could fucking throw (laughs) me off by calling me out by name directly. But there you go. (laughs) This feels better. All right. Oh, look at that. We have the the whole set of the, like, current touring band of the Ringo Zone. So I guess we can get started because... The the formal Ringo Zone. I don't know if we're going to rename ourselves, or, but like, you know, we're going to be ending the main run of the show. We are talking about the three-part ending. Yes. Which is Everything's Fine, I Am My Monster, and what was the name of the last episode? The Future. Were these all aired at the same time? The last three were aired, which is why we're doing these together. I believe yeah. the last four, actually, were aired as one block. Yeah, but. I mean, it's it's clearly that these like these three are like... You know, they're one big episode. One big episode yeah. for sure. Especially yeah. the the first two are are, you know, very much partner pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was just I really liked how it was like to me. Also, Stephen realizing like, oh, I apparently have aged. Yeah, I'm, I'm eight feet tall, and this is fine. Yeah. And I'm throbbing and pink, like most of us in puberty. Gross. Just, I mean, like gross. Yeah. I, I, I'm well, still throbbing in pink. I'm I, saying. I would say like murdering someone though. Like, yeah, that'll age you. Yeah. I don't know. I, again, Steven made mistakes, and it's fine. I just like how the show itself has a whole scene where Steven's like, it's all fine. She's good. And like, there's like nothing wrong good. with it. I love it. I put her back together with wood glue. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do want to comment on like, everyone seems a little bit weirded out by, you know, Steven's new appearance, except for Bismuth. Bismuth is like 100% on board for Stephen being eight feet tall and jacked and just doesn't question it. Yeah, she doesn't know. She's just like, oh, fuck, great. Another tall person around here. Yeah, man. Hey, have you been working out? You look great. Anyway, want to help me with this? He's he's like twice his normal height. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking because I feel like the gems have like a very clear understanding of the way Stephen's body works. And then I was like, well, Bismuth doesn't. So maybe she's just like, ah, just human stuff. But like, yeah, no, Mm -hmm. totally Bismuth being like, Cool, bro. The atrocities that Steven is committing, like, in this particular episode, really ramp up. Um, and breaking the building, like, after he, like, catches the ball and, like, in the celebration just shatters the building really hurts the most. Because my absolute least favorite thing in the world is when I take measures to make sure 
something doesn't happen and then it happens anyway mm, yeah. and maybe maybe that's like just limited to you know my experience so that alters like my take on that particular you know fuck up on steven's part i will say though <laughs> the, the one that hurt me the most for steven's fuck up was business i had expected her to be like oh it's okay and then like the fact that she cried was like business is crying it's the most important thing in the world to her is her anvil although i <laughs> No, I don't know. I I was I was gonna try to work in the um the comment that I made. It's like you know something something sounds like something that someone with a humble hammer would say, but mm. there was no there was no springboard for me. So now I'm that's my line. Yeah. <laughs> that's a... uh, yeah, we all know about Evan's humble hammer. You know about Evan's humble hammer. As long as the people want to hear about it, I keep talking about it. <laughs> Is this a euphemism? Mm -mm. Nah, no, it does delayed. sound like that, but no, I assure you, it's not. <laughs> Is this the first time that we have talked about Evan's penis on the show? <laughs> By God, will that be the last? The <laughs> fucked up thing is like, part of me was going to be like, you know, like, I think it is. But then part of me was like, there's no way it is. It's like, certain, certainly not, right? I, like, I can't remember that, but it just feels unlikely after I have that thought. You, you know, honestly, honestly, it feels like knowing us that there's a 70% chance that any of us have had our penis talked about. But honestly, I don't think we've done a lot of that. See, that's yeah. the exact same wavelength that I'm on right now. It's just like, I don't remember, but it would be weird if it weren't. Yeah, it's it's un it would be unlikely, but I can't think of an example. We're, we're just kind of in this <laughs> weird limbo of like a Schrodinger's it, dick it's joke. It's Schrodinger's dick. God, Schrodinger's I mean, if we're talking about penises, I learned some very interesting information about my circumcision. Oh, uh, I don't got, care. Got to this. No, no, no. It's nothing. It's it's like it's just, so because I asked my mom about. I'm like, did you like do it at the synagogue? Was there a ceremony? She's like, oh no, we had a ceremony at home, and you know, like we had some people over, and um, you know, we had a moil come, and he did a house call, and he showed up to our house on a motorcycle, and I'm like, <laughs> a man showed up to our house on a motorcycle to cut off my foreskin. That's awesome. Max Twack. <laughs> it's. Max, a it's pun. a loyal cycle. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, oh you know I've made that pun. I okay. have 100% All right, just make sure. I was like, no. yeah. he didn't say it. Why didn't he say it? <laughs> <laughs> the moil cycle. I was giving you the chance because you uh, backed me up earlier. Yeah, oh, so you, what? Gratitude, alliance, That's... friendship. That's how this works. Can I take my oh, face God. out of my hands now, please? Mm, yes. I just realized Caitlin yeah. was laughing because it sounds like that he did the circumcision while he was on the motorcycle. No, I'm laughing. Which he might I'm... have. We don't know. I'm just saying, no, I'm laughing at the image of him like making off like aha and I'll do it again on the that was, oh, like a sniper whiplash at the end he like he fucking peels out of there and then the real moil shows that would be fucking terrifying <laughs> like a oh. foreskin thief the foreskin bandit guys he's Jack the Snipper worried about like <laughs> 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 I was worried that, like, okay, we're getting to these episodes fast, we're already over, <laughs> almost done with everything, fine. Quality over quantity. You got the forest contained in here. Hell yeah. All I right. meant for this circumcision thing to be a very short detour. I no, did not sir. Know spiral out. I'm crying. 
penis. You knew what was gonna happen. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna cap off the penis thing with this fun fact about my life, and then we're gonna get back to Steven Universe. Is Steven Universe circumcised? Have we talked about that before? I feel like we must about have. If Steven Universe is circumcised yeah, he's or not. Jewish. What did we what did we conclude on? We concluded was. We concluded half. he's half circumcised. Yeah, the gem half is not circumcised. <laughs> okay, yeah. I I have to move on or I'm going to pass out. Yes. Okay, wait, real quick though, does that mean at the finale of the original Steven Universe show then, when he was split into two beings, the pink no, the, gem Steven still had his no, foreskin? The gem, gem Steven had all of his foreskin, yeah, you're correct. Awesome. <laughs> okay, I'm literally lightheaded, we have to move on now. So when Steven was saying he needed help through the, the cell phone, that's, that's yes. the next part of the episode. Oh, thank you very much, Carrie. <laughs> no problem. Uh, literally my next note is, um, like, broadcasting my subconscious these days. Yeah. The pointed part of this is that it's like, well, at that point, he should have stopped denying something was wrong, really, because he's fully aware that his subconscious oh, yeah. is what he's watching and his subconscious is crying for help. I don't know, because if you, if you told me that I time traveled back in time to meet former Carrie, like way back in the day. And I brought a machine that showed like the a, a, a gender for your brain. Just it was able to like whoop. I, I went and I'm like, I'm you. You transition. It's going to be okay. All right. Also, look at that. Look at that. You're a girl. Okay. They would be like, no, I'm not. Nope. Even though you showed me a machine and absolute evidence that I am. I feel like if somebody is huh. like deep enough in denial about something, I'm pretty sure that they're able to like have insane cognitive dissonance. Like, I literally like that Stephen was like, right, that's, that's just my secret. Sorry about it. Doesn't I think mean the phone video like, of Bernie had like... was just Stephen. Like, I don't think that was a subconscious thing. I think that was actually just Stephen in a crater doing that and someone <laughs> recorded it because it was so <laughs> fucking weird. Well, I think also Stephen, I'd be like, I feel like he's like heard, heard the point and then was like, yeah, that's my subconscious. What of it? Question mark. Like not, not putting together that you're clearly saying like, help me in this. Yeah. I really loved uh, when he breaks into the, um, when he goes into his like confessions because it gets like deeply, like kind of scary. Like, yeah. The closest yeah. this show gets to like really see like when you're like, oh my God, this man's just confessing. Like, yeah. Oh no, this on? is. This is an unhinged man in a room full of people. Oh, 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 oh. This episode in particular is extremely self-aware. Like, it really does address all of the, like, gripes or, like, little nitpicks that we've had about Mm. the show itself. Because it's literally, like, in degrees, you know, it just kind of starts escalating. And then when it gets to the point where Steven is confessing the reason why it's the reason why it's so scary is because the show is actually looking at itself for the first time i mean that's one of the things i really liked about it because yeah it's kind of like that's one of the things i like about steven universe future as a whole is like it goes you're a character in a tv show your life is like a tv show mm-hmm. what happens when the cracks start to show yeah. yeah and so like like they got pretty explicit about it and kind of like you know, made it text instead of subtext, but I just yeah. really liked it when he goes in because he finally breaks down enough for that. Exactly. No, and that's and I think that's that's at least part of why it's so scary. It's bending the rules of the universe that it has created for the first time, and it's in you know the series finale. The the like self awareness of of the episode talking to itself just gets like more and more and more from this point on. Like, cause after, after Steven, you know, kind of becomes a monster and everyone is like, what do we do? 
Amethyst says, do you know who would be good at this? Steven. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the whole show. The whole show is, do you know who would be good at this? Steven. And you're the, mm. you're only now looking at it, you know? Mm. Really, it just does a really good job of compressing a lot of the like the past stuff and just showing that like, oh, yeah, this like you guys are saying, this is what happens when you just take on so much and don't do any maintenance or upkeep. Yeah, this is the boiling point that is going to happen inevitably. I guess I do have a thought about the intervention. One should have happened sooner. <laughs> but well, we know that. Yeah. everyone knows that now. By the end of the series, everyone is like, we should have had an intervention for him a lot sooner. And we've been saying for a very long time, why hasn't Steven been in therapy? And now the, the characters are like, why hasn't Steven been in therapy? Um, so that's, yeah, yeah. that's extremely cathartic, you know, to finally be like, yes, that's what we've been saying. Yeah. I do enjoy that, like, the characters don't exactly know what is wrong still or to, like, the extent of, how, like, the damage. So they're still trying to come at it like, uh, like Greg in particular is like, if this is how you want to be, then we will support you. But is this actually how you want to be? And then Steven is like, I murdered a person. And it was at that point that everyone was like, oh, actually, no, this is much, much worse than we thought it was. Yeah, yeah, no, like Steven was like, they thought was like playing around with a synthol. And then it turned out he was like, no, I murdered someone. It's <laughs> <was> like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I thought this like one of the weird Godzillas. Like I don't have a specific Godzilla, but when they make <laughs> no, a weird like one, a 90s like yeah, like a Godzilla two thousand kind of not exactly that one, but these more like dinosaur-y. Yeah, they did they did use some sharper edges and like not seem like too child friendly of a monster design. I'm sitting here wondering what made the Crewniverse ultimately choose this look for Steven Monster. I'm wondering if it's just because like they were trying to think of like what he what he would look like if he were just like straight up a corrupted gem. Maybe maybe it's just really like what does somebody look like when they've gone through like all these issues and they're like because Steven keeps getting worse, so it's like mm-hmm. like make, make it the most worse. Yeah, this is the point where you would think you would turn away because now he's a monster, but it's like this is when he needs needs the most or whatever. Yeah, and everyone just starts projecting their own sort of like emotions i loved that yeah it felt like it's one of those things where it's like you're mad at the characters for doing it but you know that that is exactly what those characters would be doing at the moment they all immediately jump to evaluating their own roles in this and how they feel steven so how this is their responsibility the scene actually the first time i saw it and like still makes me think of kayla because there was one episode she came on I don't know what happened to you right before this episode recorded, but you went on like a long tear about like fucking stop making this about you. And it was like, I don't know, because it was like related to the episode, but it was like clearly something was going on in your own life. Oh. Like, you did bring up like something happened to therapy and like, and it was like, in a way, you were completely right at the time. But it, when this scene happened the first time, I was like, it shot me right back to that moment. And like seeing it now, I feel for you in my head when that's happening, just yelling at the And I feel very strongly about this in perhaps the same way, because it's, I literally, in all caps, as the, the, the diamonds were doing their thing, literally in all caps, it's like, stop making it about you. And then, and then Connie comes through and is like, yes. Stop making it about you. And I was like, my girl, yes. yes. 
See and the fucking the, the clouds part literally when Connie comes literally. in. It's because Connie has probably gone to therapy. <laughs> yeah, there's no way she has them with her fucking mother. Yeah. Steven Monster's scales are definitely star-shaped, and that is oh, yeah. lovely. Excellent. Ah, chef's kiss. Interesting sensation, also, I just figured out, where I was, like, trying to place, like, the, the emotion that rose in me when Connie kissed Steven's, like, nose thing. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly the sensation I had when I was watching, like, the last episode of Kagagi-san that aired last night. And this is, I guess, a spoiler, but it's just, they hold hands at the end and they look at each other longingly. Holy it's shit! Like weird what? type of romance. So I'm I'm generating a final thought as as we're speaking about this. So this Ooh. has been extremely helpful to me. <laughs> okay, I'm well, we're just glad. vamping for you. Yes, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Steven, after he uh, comes down from being a monster, um, and he wakes up in like the palm of the cluster's hand, and everyone is there. He is like on the on the verge of like trying to understand what has just happened. And Lion's big snoot just, like, comes up in the frame and covers, like, all of the rest of the people watching him and just, like, nuzzles him and stuff. When Steven just kind of starts crying because his cat loves him. (laughs) Like, despite everything, his cat loves him and it's gonna be fine. I did choke up a little bit. Like, partly it was, like, you know, the, the, the performance was really super heartfelt. Um, but the other part of it was just, like, no, you don't, you don't have to talk about it right now. Have a cat. The cat loves yeah. you. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I could use a cat right now, actually. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I, that might just be limited to, like, me or other cat people. But when you're sad and your animal is just like, hey, don't worry about it. Uh, I'm here. I'm soft. It just, yeah. like, makes you cry harder. I'm like, get the fuck over. I'm sad. What do you do? Come to your job, you asshole. <laughs> Steven's going, uh, looking at a physical map because he's the old man at heart. Well, uh, something I really love about this particular, like, end cap is that I feel like with endings, especially nowadays, there's a lot of pressure for them to be these, like, big, huge finales. And I love that this one is just super small, you know, obviously I, sweet, yeah. sentimental. And I think that starting it with Steven, just like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing some yoga or whatever is like a great way to be like no this is kind of the scope of the episode we're doing yeah you said when we were watching the episode before we recorded you're like i love this because it just kind of feels like in like a normal steven universe episode yeah it's a real like, I mean, no, it's an ending but it's a real return to form yeah there's no big stakes there's no like epic problem that needs to be solved it's just it's like a filler episode it's like the most fucking universe opening yeah oh yeah, yeah. it really is oh yeah uh, I also I like the Cookie Cat song. I know you guys instantly were like, I liked it. I've, I don't know what these oh, guys are no, talking about. Fun. I'm with you, Carrie. I think it. I thought it was great. He hadn't told the gems. He needed a way to tell the gems, so he came up with the most cheesy possible way to tell the gems. Like I like the most convoluted saccharine. Like I'm going to make my own nostalgic ice cream. And then be like, yes, he did leave his family behind. I've gathered you all here today to talk to you about, yeah. and I'm just like, you idiot, you could have, this was not necessary. I love how right into it we get, by the way. It it's... sounds like he was, I was say, it sounds like he listens to our show and then he took inspiration from my <laughs> segues and was like, I need to make the most convoluted segue possible. Yeah. 
I do I do really like that pivot from the gems being like okay to like the bismuth and peridot and lapis like also per- peridot just being genuinely sad like not even like kind of cartoonishly over the top sad just like yeah, yeah. genuinely sad to see Steven go she loves him I know yeah no you go from like bismuth being like over the top funny blah 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 and then lapis being like you can't run from yourself which is just like okay girl calm down and then like <laughs> peridot just is crying is like oh <laughs> you're the most pitiable person here hey Oh, like in a good way. Like. Yeah, Kayla. <laughs> Them's fighting words. I, had, I was kind of sitting. I was kind of sitting on like some genuine commentary about how it's like, oh yeah, well no, it's because Peridot is the one who is like most familiar with wearing her emotions on her sleeve, and you know sees really no point in being deceptive anymore, and blah blah blah. But no, I'm not going to get into that because everyone knows I'm a Peridot stan, and they'll find that really tiring and rote. And then Carrie is like, hey, Kayla. <laughs> hey, Peridot's pathetic. Hey, what are you gonna do? No, about it? I I just meant like out of all of them, I feel bad for her. Whereas like Bismuth and Lapis, I'm laughing at. Like you know what I mean? All right, <laughs> like, okay. all that. that is acceptable. I don't love the the kind of like trope that I've baked in for myself that I am I'm a Peridot simp. But like yeah. I might as well defend it at this point. So Here around. we are. Yeah. Here we are. Own it. Own it. Wear it on your sleeve like Peridot does. Yeah. I just thought it was cute that when Steven said goodbye to Connie and gave her a little smooch that they both just blushed. And I'm like, you fucking virgins. They did a kiss. <laughs> but it's that's how genuine it is. We missed before. I like that Connie broke through Steven's monster by kissing him. Mm. Yeah. That was Don't cute. get ahead of me because that's my final thought. <laughs> Nobody Too bad. Nobody fucking speak on that. That is my. All right, all right. <laughs> I already did. I said all there was to say about it. Fuck you. I can edit it out. Kayla has gone. Past. Kayla can edit anything she wants out. We're moving on. Greg and Steven's goodbye. I was like fine with. You guys were talking through that entire scene. I could not hear anything they were saying. Like, did Steven have Greg move into his home, I yeah. think? Was yeah. that what yeah. happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he... Greg lives in a van, and Steven is like... You can't. You, you just can't. can't. Yeah. yeah, and he even has a little thing where he's like, oh, I'm finally settling down, where you're leaving out. The, the whatever, the cosmicness of it is not lost on me. Yeah, I would actually really love it if he got a houseboat as, like, a thing of, like, Greg will never oh, live in a house, yeah. but I will get a docile. <laughs> this is the closest like, he's gonna get. Yeah, no, Carrie, I would love that. And it could be, yeah. like, right outside the temple, too. It could yeah. be, like, right offshore. Yeah. Exactly. Part of the whole thing why I think Greg also probably liked living in a van more so is because I think he was just sort of, like, internally dedicated to the starving artist, like, yeah. lifestyle. Real artists don't live in houses. When Steven was like, you can have my old room, and Greg was like, I think this is a little swanky for me. I, yeah. I think it's just that he's never slept in a bed. Not even when he was a child. He just slept on the floor. He just slept yeah. on the floor. He and Rose would only ever have sex on the beach, and Rose was like, I like that, but is there a way to do this that's less messy with less sand? And Grace was like, ah, n- uh, nope, no. No, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be the Ringo Zone. It wouldn't be the finale if we didn't talk about Greg having sex. That's true. I mean, I mean that's, you know. that's what brought us together in the first place. Yeah. If Greg didn't have sex, ago, yeah. I never would have met any of you. Weird. <laughs> Great point. It's a great, great point. Very true. I'm forever grateful for Craig Universe getting busy. Oh my god. So then Steven says hi and he leaves and no one cries. And no one cries. Like a, a, they all did a bit of a brisk 
the handshake and they say, you know, <laughs> on your way, sir. There's like one playful smack on the butt and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, curl smacks on oh. the ass. Which is yeah. the end of it. <laughs> you see later, like right at the very end uh, that the whole town is waiting at the donut shop for him. Yeah. And, and you clearly them. see wheel around and drive right back and they're like, all right, well, I guess he's not actually fucking leaving. Pack it up. I really did like the ending, though. I thought, like, the emotional payoff of, like, them all sobbing was, like, super oh, fucking yeah. killer. I think a lot of people probably called it, but I do genuinely like that they used uh, the final shot as, like, the credits that had been in every episode of Future. Yeah. And the and the intro title sequence of him, the, the view of the dashboard with the rearview mirror and everything. I do genuinely like that... Uh, Using that imagery to sort of bookend it. Yeah, because yeah, I know we called, like, early on in the season, like, we mm -hmm. called, like, this driving away from Beach City is probably how the show ends. But calling that doesn't lessen how good it is. Oh, exactly. absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. Well, there was no other way that it could have ended, right? Yeah. Like, I know we've, like, touched on that before, where, like, there was... There was no other way for Steven to heal other than just leaving, like Frodo style. Mm. You know, he saw too much. Lord of the Rings and Steven Universe have cinematic parallels. Yeah, it's because they're both great stories. I like how as he's leaving the town, um, I think for me, because, you know, he passes by like some familiar faces and stuff first. But one thing I kind of dug was I think the final shot before he really gets out of there is him driving down the street. And it's just a bunch of, like, extras, like, humans and gems walking alongside each other. Mm -hmm. And it kind of got me thinking, like, this is the mark of Steven. Like, this new society. Steven, yeah, like, this is just, like, this is the culmination of everything he's done. Steven's leaving, but as he leaves, he gets to see his crowning achievement. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I just think there's something beautiful about that. His work is done. Now he's going to find a new tone to fix. That that shot is really important because it's like, Steven is off on this new journey, but like he is forever changed. He is not leaving behind unfinished business. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I bet that he, he finds a town to move to, fixes every problem the town has, moves again, and then his whole life is just him like finding and improving communities. Like, well, and then one day he ends up in Ohio, which cannot be fixed. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It's time for the finalist thoughts. The oh, you're right. This is the finalist, finalist thoughts. Uh, it's just weird. I know I haven't been around as much, but it's very odd to think about, you know, the position I was in in my life when we first started doing this show and how long it's been and how, like, it's like, oh, there's always the Ringo Zone. It's always, ah, it's always around, you know? How much, I mean, personally, we've all been through. I know we've all been through in that time. And uh, if Steven Universe is has a, a mission about, you know, bringing a bunch of weirdos together, then by God, fucking look at us now. Oh, thanks, sugar. Yep. That actually made me like uh, briefly. Oh. <laughs> I love y'all. That was sweet. Are we doing episode final thoughts or are we doing? Oh, I was doing final final thoughts. Yeah, we're doing, final, we're final doing, thoughts. doing both then. Do whatever. All right. Oh, but final well, episode yeah. thoughts. I like the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My final episode thought. Max mentioned earlier about the moment of Connie kissing the bridge of Steven's big monster nose was like uh, the, the thing that ultimately brought him down. 
I recently saw uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen movie, and I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm actually going to go see that later today. Oh, yeah, no. So I won't spoil anything. Um, <laughs> somehow, I'm going to use my words very carefully. The iconography of, like, kissing somebody while they're in a monstrous form has been rather, like, prevalent. This this is maybe, like, the third or fourth time that I can name just off the top of my head that, like, you know, if, if someone is, is in a monstrous form and someone that they love, like, kisses them and that's what, like, ultimately, you know, like, seals, seals some kind of deal or yeah, brings them down yeah. from the edge or whatever. It could be, it's, like, powerful taken as a metaphor or at face value. Like, I don't just accept the ugly parts of you. I love the ugly parts of you. Please share them with me going forward because like Steven like actively hiding the more recent ugly things he did like shattering Jasper for example that was ultimately what led him to snapping was that he just felt like he couldn't do any of the reaching out on his own I do enjoy the um the both the face value and the like subtext of of the the monster form smooch it's just like no this doesn't bother me at all and you were you know your your fear that I wouldn't have been able to love this side of you was baseless. So, so definitely, I love every part of you. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, like I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic, I guess. <laughs> no, I loved it too. Um, no one could have guessed. Oh, shut up. And I guess for my, my final, final thoughts, um, I, I feel really nostalgic, I guess. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember where I was when I first reached out to y'all about like just needing an editor. Um, I was in the dark driving to like an evening class in college <laughs> and I heard, you know, the, the little insert of like, you know, hey, we're all really busy. We could use an editor. And I... <laughs> I didn't even like wait until I finished driving. I was like, oh no, there's going to be like a really high demand and I want to be involved in this. So I sent a Facebook message while I was driving. Oh my God. High demand. You endangered yourself on the road for us? Yes. So not worth it. True friendship. To think, Kayla wouldn't be in our lives if Matt had just done his fucking job. Thank you for your incompetence, Matt. Anytime. Uh, and in hindsight, in retrospect, of course, that was pretty silly because I know there were only like two other people and they didn't know mm. how to edit audio. So I was not like, I didn't, I literally didn't have to do that, but I was just, I really wanted to be involved because I thought you guys were so cool. And I was like, this can't wait. Oh, that's, awesome. that's beautiful. I'm yeah. so glad you got to meet all of us and find out that we're not cool. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> glad that I didn't crash my fucking car because that would have been on your souls also. Oh my god. I'll <laughs> be honest, internally part of me was like, oh my god, I'm in, I'm for Kayla's death in like another universe. Power <laughs> you would have wielded had that occurred, Kayla. I would have haunted your podcast. I would have ruined all of the audio. <laughs> Alright, I'm done being touchy-feely, someone else go. Aww. I, I'll go. I'll start with the episode first. Um, yeah, in terms of like, like the way the series ended, I did genuinely enjoy it. It, I, I said it a little bit, but it kind of feels nice to sort of like end the show the way that the whole series sort of began with like just this very like low stakes, like oh no, like Steven's gonna do a thing and he didn't get like the reaction he expected, and just like. The, the payoff was really nice. It felt genuine. And I, I just, I really like, I'm a, I'm a sucker for like that whole shtick of like, uh, 
like like I said before, ending the like the credits being uh happening even though like the footage is sort of still rolling, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it just it felt it felt really fuzzy. Like it felt like it, it was the it was the TV show equivalent of like a warm blanket. Aww. Like I'm not gonna like write home about like how this series is like one of the best things ever written because uh similar to max like i know the show isn't perfect and i have some issues with it but like honestly a warm blanket is a fucking warm blanket regardless of like any like itches i get while i'm wearing it and like i just steven universe has done a lot for me over the past few years the amount of like creativity inspired in me is like unparalleled to any other piece of media that I think I've ever watched besides like when I first played fucking Mega Man X when I was like five years old on an, my cousin's Super Nintendo. And yeah, like Steven Universe did a lot for me and uh, I guess like weighing into Ringo's own uh, final thoughts, this podcast did a lot for me. Uh, as uh, you guys here on the show know and people, some of the people who are listening know, I have another podcast that I do called The Lorecast, and like I've been able to like hang out and meet and talk to like people who've both been on the show and just people who listen to it. Like the amount of the people that I've been able to talk to and just hang out with because of both Ringo Zone and The Lorecast has been like utterly insane to me, and I literally don't think that I would be uh, in where I am mentally and emotionally if I had not like seen uh fucking carrie's post on the fucking subreddit like six years ago or whatever the fuck it was at this point we started this back in 2015 yeah 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 like, y'all been doing this for too long yeah we fucking no have shit. even if ever even if every single year of that has not been my favorite year where i am now i wouldn't i honestly wouldn't trade it for anything i you guys are some of like the funniest and like most memorable like mo- like emotionally resonant people that i've like met over the course of like the past seven years because i fucking started this shit sorry to get a little bit emotional uh like right as we were doing this i was uh due to my due to like my current living conditions uh at the time i was forced to join my family as they moved halfway across the country from georgia to texas and i was pretty much leaving everything including evan behind and like I had to go, like basically socially start over. That, easy. that was a great week for me. <laughs> and like I don't know, like a lot of what I started doing and uh, the way I started interacting with people changed, sort of because of the Ringo Zone. Because we we used Skype originally, and then we swapped over to Discord. And a lot of the reason I've been able to get. Uh, well, talk to the people that I've been able to talk to and become friends with the people that I've become friends with was because of Discord and just that general online presence, like way people can interact with each other. And a lot of that is really thanks to the Ringo Zone. And like, I don't know that that shit sort of it's it's stuck with me. And I I've I've had it like thoughts about it on and off like over the past few years. And I. Yeah, I'm. I am genuinely grateful for this show and Steven Universe. So, oh, yeah. thank you guys. Way to fit in a plug for your other podcast right here at the end. <laughs> no, like I, I, I respect like, it. This is no, this like genuinely Ringo Zone is like the reason I am in a much better place than I was when I first moved to Texas. I'm sorry. I I thought you were going to say 
the Ringo Zone is the reason why I'm in a much better podcast now. I mean, <laughs> I thought he was it's say implied. <laughs> like, I genuinely care about you guys. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much. Hell yeah. I guess I'll go next. So, you know, it was, God, seven years ago, 2015, I was between stuff in life. Like, uh, I, uh, I was finished with college at that point, and I was uh, living with my family in Arlington, Virginia. I didn't have a lot going on in life. Um, I was trying to produce this pilot for a cartoon, and everything about that production just wound up being a disaster. But when I wasn't working on that cartoon, I was just, you know, doing my usual nerd fandom obsession stuff. And at the time, it was Steven Universe. And I was on the subreddit a lot. And I remember there was this uh, one other user on the subreddit, uh, Method in Red. Oh, my and God. And the two of us, you know, wow. we had... Please don't make me think about Carrie's old, horrifying... Fusion monsters. Fusion monsters, yeah. The oh, fusion no, monsters. yeah, we, have to, we can't end without just brushing well, past that. I, really, I would like to. That's, they not terrify me. I was, that's not where I was going, <laughs> but thank you for reminding me. Um, but no, what I'm saying, Method in Red, just like... I liked a lot of the stuff they were saying. Like we seem to agree with stuff a lot. So I reached out to them. I'm like, Hey, do you like want to talk on Skype or something? And the answer was kind of, uh, I don't know. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) And then later on, um, they, and then later on, they, you know, are starting this podcast thing. And I, I don't remember Carrie, if like you contacted me directly about if I wanted to be on it or not. I feel like you might have. I honestly don't I know. I think either, either I did or you did me an instant and I was like, yeah, you're on it. Don't worry. Like, yeah. Like one of the yeah. Two. It was like right away. I was like, so Max, I thought that. Yeah, I remember I, I, I applied on the, the subreddit. And I was like, oh, I'm interested in this just as like a fuck it, man. Let's do it. Like, let's just jump in, uh, like do something crazy. And you were like, oh, yeah, it's, it's you. And there's this other guy who's I think is super into it. We haven't actually really talked about it. And I was like, oh, OK, sure. <laughs> Do you know them? And you were like, uh, no, but they like Steven Universe and stuff. And I was like, okay, sure. So I was in a way the first co-host. Huh? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, and then time went on, and uh, you know, it was the same thing. I think Kayla was there. Like any dis, was there like a any period of time between? you being the editor and you becoming a co-host like when we took you on as editor was it just given that since you're doing this job and we let matt be a co-host for this reason you get to be one immediately no was that how it was i i did edit um i want to say three episodes before i like came on to introduce myself and even then the intent was not for me to stay on as a host the intent was just for me to be like hello I am the editor. It is nice to meet you. While I'm at it, here's me being cogent and charming about Steven Universe. Yeah, it's worked out really well. (laughs) Carrie made the decision after that. I was like, oh no, she's like really good at this. Maybe we should like. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, and we lost Sabath at some point. Just. In no, that just, tragic, uh, in that tragic laundry accident. Yeah, Sabath is still in that corn maze to this day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, honestly, I'm not going to say like, "Oh wow, look how much I've grown," because in a lot of ways, you know, the difference between me now and me then, because I'm still just like this guy trying to make cartoons, like just doing his thing, 
not super busy a lot of the time or anything. But I'm living on my own instead with my parents now, and now my autism has been diagnosed. It's it's about like kind of learning ways to deal with it and new strategies to work around the root causes of all my problems and stuff. I, I'm just out here like doing, you know, functionally the same thing I was trying to do seven years ago. But, uh, you know, in that time, we've just done this. And I've been very clear, like my passion for Steven Universe's fame. Like my final thought for the episode is just, it's not even about the other. It's just something I thought near the very end is, I wonder what the watermelon Stevens are up to. Like, where, <laughs> what have... Give me that spinoff. Let's do Frasier, baby. What is the, What is their society advanced to at this point? Do they have, like, cars yet? I don't know. Like, for real, the reason I've done this the last couple of years, like, even, like, and especially before Future happened, is just to keep talking to you guys because yeah i super did not care about steven universe for a point there um but it's just i like coming here i like doing this i love the tangents i love going (laughs) off the rails like talking about the episode is fun but i'm sure kayla's gonna have to Kayla, I hope you keep summoning because I know a lot of it has to be edited out. But the whole like detour about the circumcisions we went into, yeah. that was incredible. Know. You um, know, like, just my... these are the moments I live, the true That's Ringo about, moments right? are what I live for. The most challenging feeling in the world <laughs> is when <laughs> I'm participating and in my head, I've got a little ticker where it's like, all right, you can probably cut this stuff out. But then <laughs> it, it becomes indispensable at a certain point because of, like, you just like bring it back around or something. And then something that you say sooner in the episode wouldn't make sense. So I have to keep this fuck shit in. <laughs> so, at well, also, it's like at a certain point, it's like, uh, this is why we're doing it, man. We're d- yes, it's totally cuttable. It does not add to the discussion of Steven Universe. But it's but the true if we're not talking about Ringo zone. Right, if yeah. we're not talking about stealing foreskin, why are we even doing this? I know. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, the ironic <laughs> thing is, like, I actually future proof this show, I think. I mean, like, okay, so a major part of it is that we, like, don't talk about Steven Universe. Yeah. <laughs> so Mostly talking about foreskin. eventually kind of tired with it. Oh my god. No, but basically, yeah, so at the top at the top of the penis discussion, I was like, there's no way that this is going to become indispensable. I'm absolutely going to cut this. And then, <laughs> and then, and then at the end much of like, the- Much like a circumcision itself, absolutely <laughs> going to cut no, so now, so yeah, So now I have to keep... God, we were talking for like 10 minutes about... You're gonna have to keep the full 10 minutes in. Just some of it. Yeah. Just some of it. Usually I'm really good at cutting down episodes, like cutting the cruft and like the dead air and the tangents that don't like necessarily like it's just kind of like tangents that are just discussions between friends and don't really you know add anything for a listening audience so usually i'm really good at cutting them down by like a third even a half but this is probably going to be at least a like an hour episode at this you point. know if an episode deserves it it's this one oh, but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. but just for me to wrap up the stuff i'm saying here you know it's just like i remember like because that's like the goofy shit we've done along the way the jokes about rebecca sugar and stuff the fucking steven bomb general bit during the first steven bomb way back then the jokes about 
Matt's different names. And I think for me, just coming in here and fucking dunking on Evan and all of us dunking on each other constantly. Because that <laughs> that's for me, like, that's my personal favorite friendship dynamic. Just all of us taking these shots at each other. But then yeah. also all of us doing cool things like Kayla's fucking monorail voice. I love that <laughs> shit. Yeah, like, we just, <laughs> and then we just, and then we all, like, start doing, like, fucking holiday presents and stuff, and yeah. I fucking, I fucking love getting gifts for people, and I love just yeah. waiting to see, like, how you guys are going to react to what I send you every year, and, you know, that's just it for me, is, like, like, I, I we're not at the end of the episode yet, but for me, the Ringo Zone, the payoff is honestly the friendships we've made along the way here. There it is! Fuck yeah. That's what uh, I've been waiting for! Which is perhaps <laughs> the truest <laughs> essence of nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Alright, Carrie. Alright, Carrie, bring, bring us home. home. You started this, bring us home. Okay, alright. So, okay, what am I going to say about the show? I'm going to say thank you to Steven Universe for... Oh man, yeah, introducing me to all these people. I'm going to say they me a reason to have and maintain this friendship with all these people I would say. And for making something that I'm actually proud of. Big shouts to crew for that. Uh, there was like a lot of, I don't know, the whole show has been amazing, I think. I think the movie, weirdly, stands out to me now and looking mm-hmm. back at it overall. I mean, the movie was fucking great. The, that last season was fucking amazing. I don't know. I'm glad I'm glad we, we did this show. I, I've been practicing fake podcast stuff and and I more than once to saying goodbye to the show, and I've cried like every time. Oh. So I'm like trying super hard to stay coherent. Like um, this, if you cry every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but look, like I just I made a post on Reddit because I realized, and I have a little more insight into why I have this in in me as an issue, and a lot of different reasons why, but. Like, I was really, really uncomfortable with liking nerdy shit. It made me really, really uncomfortable. Like, it, it actively bothered me. Uh, somebody asked me, what was I Yeah, you've had a lot like, of, like, kind of self-loathing nerd speeches mm, over the years. Yeah. So I made the show as, like, if I have to record myself about the shit, maybe I'll grow as a person. And, like, I didn't think, I mean, that was a very selfish reason to make a whole fucking podcast and you're drunk to be like, all right, so some of the applications, yeah. maybe I'll be on. All right, but like, the like, wait the next day and be like, I guess I'm making a show. It's going to solve <laughs> everything. Yeah. But so the next though, I, like, I remember I had a moment of, like, do I want to do this fucking podcast? Like, <laughs> I was drunk. Like, I do I want to do that? That sounds hard. And then I was like, fuck it, it'll be fun, like, whatever. And, like, it has been fun. It's been seven oh, years. It's, yeah, you're going to really make me good. cry. You're not good. I want you to. We'll all cry. Yeah, and I hope the fans are crying, too. Thank you for listening to <laughs> Crying Breakfast, friends. Yeah. Um, but, like, no, like, for real, like, this this show has been a really important part of my life. Like, it was it was definitely also a period where, like, I fell off of setting them up. I was in kind of a long depression, and yeah. Kayla kind of stepped in, actually, to, like, set up recordings and stuff, and, like, like you guys have, like, a lot of the show, we should make sure we kept going. Like, I wasn't even in them for like, a while. Like, You're welcome. And my voice. I don't want to yeah. take all the credit, but... <laughs> you don't get any of the <laughs> Actually, Evan, I had written down a note to bring you up, because when I brought this in one of my recordings, I liked it, and I was like, make sure to bring this up, and thank you to Evan, most of all, for being 
never there, so that it forced <laughs> us to take so much longer to record all of these. You're welcome. It's been there for a stretch to have the show. Oh my god. Thank you to Evan for dragging out our hellish torture. I am yes, sure that whatever iteration that this podcast takes next, I will be able to offer those services oh so much more. <laughs> oh, we're all counting on it, buddy. <laughs> I wanted to thank Cyril the Wolf for the theme music we still oh, fucking fuck use. It. He was on Holy our show. Shit. That dude was fucking awesome. If you are still listening, Cyril, like, fuck yeah. You're great. We all love you. A big shout out to fucking anyone who has listened or is in the Discord, too. Yeah. Y'all remember when we drove the cabin off of the cliff? And oh, the oh yeah. 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 the special. Yeah. Oh, the holiday special is always so the goat. Good. They say that cabin's still falling. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to our sponsor, Crazy Igor's Area 51 Warehouse. Crazy Igor on the list, too! The deepest of cuts! Before before we end it all the way, Max, you are really, really funny. You are really, really smart. You are, like, one of the smartest people I know. I figured out that I was trans. I literally came to you and said, oh, I like the Venture Brothers. I, I started thinking about Dr. Girlfriend, and I, I don't know how to feel about this. And you literally helped me, like, be able to work through a thought that I remember literally, I like I had a moment of, like, well, fuck. And then I was like, I have someone to go to about this. Like, you weirdly were, you have been a, a very good friend. I, I really, I really appreciate you. Um, Evan, I also really appreciate you. You are never around, but I fucking love you, man. You are fucking awesome. Well, you know, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. (laughs) You bitches better love me. I love you. You're you're a great dude. And we should definitely, like, talk more. For real. I'm maining biking these days. You didn't even know. Didn't even know I switched (laughs) my my main. I did not. I respect you, like, so much more now. (laughs) Fucking yes. Oh, my God. Fucking yes, not at all a bad guy player anymore. Yes. I'm growing up. Ladies, take note. That is, wow. Oh my God. Evan's not a loser anymore, guys. God. Miracles really do happen. Um, Amy, glad that you evolved from being an editor. I have to say, I'm glad that you were my host of the show. Um, it is, I don't know, is it fun seeing you die and be reborn every year? I have to say. Yeah. I definitely very much enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait to see all your death future. <laughs> I don't know where to go I with can't there, wait to see your real death. I'm ripping all these. Yeah. Like, no, I, I think... For the purposes of this podcast, AV is the final form. I did my warp digivolve to my final form. I mean, you know, you've been a blender, you've been a Russian woman, now you just get to be you. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't that what Steven Universe is all about? So, Kayla, I fucking love you. Thank you so much for the show and a diversity pick that we desperately yeah. needed. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being the first competent editor that we ever fucking had. And yeah, eat shit, hilarious. man. And yeah. definitely something that like would have been imperceptible to you, but I remember I had a moment with you where i realized oh i don't think kayla's gonna like call me a gay and like you know give me a nookie if i like act at all like gentle around her i don't think any of you would have done that but i absolutely would have yeah for sure i would have (laughs) but i let myself be a little more feminine around you and it was no i thank you for that it was helpful (laughs) and thank you for like you i don't think i think i needed someone to like guard it um, oh. I was gonna hand off the wheel. We were talking about guardian angels uh, stopping people from killing themselves. <laughs> I am, I am the guardian angel of the podcast, not dying. I guess for this, thank you for um, sitting with us this whole time and giving us all the room to to make sure we're hearing each other's voices every once in a while. 
I know that for it's like been meaningful for you, and I want you to know that you giving this show meaning was meaningful to me. No. Like it made this show meaningful to me, and it made what we were doing more than just like you know, it made it worth us continuing. It's all good. Hell yeah! All right, it was that, Kayla. There are many who say that the payoff was the friends that we made along the way. Max said that. Hell yeah! I did. But there are some who say that the payoff is nothing. Oh! We did it. I love you Fuck guys. Yeah. Love you guys. Ah. Love y'all. Just a little time.